don't publish this. You don't have my permission. Ryan T. Richardson, and I studied law in two countries, specializing in entertainment and sports, which then led to work as a manager, as a voiceover artist, as a college professor, as a social media safety speaker. In short, I run my mouth for a living. I come by it naturally. I grew up with a great conversationalist. My dad could start talking to anyone, anywhere, at any time. It made our family vacations a bit longer sometimes because my dad could start a conversation with somebody in line at an amusement park or sitting at a restaurant. A year after my dad passed on to the next life, I went to lunch with a very good friend of mine. And one of the things he said to me really stood out and I never forgot it. He said, when I talked to your dad, I felt respected and I felt listened to. We find ourselves in what has been called the great pause. In the middle of the great pause, I was asked to sit in on the Cheap Flight podcast. I had a blast. Being a guest on that podcast, I realized that there are people in my neighborhood that are doing amazing things. This is one of them. Would you please welcome my friend Carrie to the people in your neighborhood? Are you there, Carrie? I am. Thank you, Ryan. You are. You are. Can you introduce yourself? My name is Carrie Panisi Hummer, originally Carrie Hummer, uh, but I've been married for a year now, so that's my new name. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing? How am I doing? Yeah. I'm doing great. Um, I'm in upstate New York, and it's a beautiful fall day. The Absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of the country. Oh, it Absolutely is. I'm gorgeous. on a finger lake. Oh, gotta love it. It's gorgeous here. It, 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 when we were there last year for, uh, for the wedding and the celebration, it, there were so many parts of where you live that reminded me of Bermuda. Uh, that, you know, it's just like, you know, where my dad grew up, it's just on the water and just peaceful and with chill and relaxed and yeah, very, very felt, felt like an island. It really uh, it's beautiful. The rolling hills, the trees, the water, everything. It's just so peaceful here. What's your favorite part of uh, where you live? Honestly, or is, being, is there a favorite thing? Being on the water. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here looking out at the water right now, and it's just so peaceful. I'm just, I'm a water girl, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can, I can look up in my backyard and see water, but that's just, you know, because of, of the rain from a couple of days ago. <laughs> it's, not, it's not real water. It's, <laughs> it's water in my backyard. It's It, it doesn't right. have the same appeal. I, I, I really, you know, the idea that you're sitting and, and just, we're looking out over the water and relaxing is is very peaceful to me. Oh, it's gorgeous. Absolutely. So we met. We were trying. I was trying to figure out the other day. It's been almost twenty years. It has. When I was that when I was been. doing the math, I'm like, oh my god, it's just about like just a year or so shy of twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's gone by so fast. And and we're only in our like late twenties, so I don't know how that's even. Worked, oh, it's weird. Unbelievable wait time. The way time goes. It's, <laughs> I think I met you when I was in diapers. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a Back to the Future thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's it's what I, what I appreciate about you, uh, for those that are listening, is that you approved of me, <laughs> which which <laughs> meant the world. There was there was an approval before I, before Janice and I uh, really got serious. There was an approval process that had to be 
taken care of, and you were part of that approval process. That's right. I was one even of the girls. I, yeah, <laughs> even though I'd known Janice for like years and years and years, there still was a process. Yeah, it's 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 just one of those things that you want your girlfriends to really approve of the people you're with because mm-hmm. I mean the girlfriends in your life are so important. Yeah. Yeah, I loved your vibe that. right away as soon as I met you. The minute I met you, it just you had this like calming, wise vibe, and that was even twenty years ago. <laughs> calming and wise, me? Yes. No <laughs> but you had a little edge about you too, which was attractive. And I like that. And I like, yep, he's good. I like him. Yeah, risk taking, and you know, like I, you know, live concerts and backstage and all that kind of fun stuff has always been. Exactly. It's always kind of come natural to me, and and uh, and it's been fun kind of taking Janice on those uh, on those journeys too, where she's like, "We're not going to get backstage," and I'm like, "Oh yes, we are. Oh, <laughs> just, just just stick with me." <laughs> oh my god, I love that about you guys. I love watching your journey of concert to concert when we were allowed to do that. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Remember when you could go to concerts and be around large groups of people? Yeah, it's it's a distant memory. <laughs> We're going to get back there one day. We're going to get back there yeah, one day. I believe yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, so what, what else is going on with you? What, how have you been, how have you stayed creative uh, during this very interesting time, let's call it? How have I stayed creative? Well, that's funny. I, I'm, I'm a dancer at heart. So anything, anything dancey is something that I, I just love having a space to myself. Now, COVID hit. And my entire family is locked in the house and I have no room to just explore music and and have time without someone banging on the door calling my <laughs> So <laughs> I had to get creative in my creativity. Sure, um, yeah, yeah. Right? So one of the things that I actually did was Okay. Which really? I've never, I never really did that before, but um, I tried it with a girlfriend of mine before I moved to upstate New York, and I had such a great time. She showed me this dancey, free flow way of doing it, like putting music on and just like going wild and having my wild woman out of the right, right. canvas. So I kind of had that, which was a lot of fun. Um, I also do silks and trapeze. Okay, yeah. So my husband built me a rig over the COVID since my my aerial arts closed down. So I was able to buy that and start playing on that. I call it playing. So you can be creative and try new things and put it to music. And and that keeps me creative. You're telling me he built that rig for you? Yes, he did. <laughs> That's impressive. That is I impressive. know. He's, he's an amazing I- I could not have built you any kind of rig that would actually be safe and, <laughs> and work properly. So kudos to him uh, for taking the initiative and doing that. Because uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't begin to. I have a hard time with IKEA furniture. So <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you could that's actually amazing. Bring a car on that thing. I, I knew I liked him. He built a rig so that you he could. Built you me Because I know you were just getting into doing that, right? Doing into into uh, doing silks and. Yeah, you know, I'd, kind of... I'd been doing it for about eight or nine months at that point. And so I just started getting strong enough to do some of the better, more fun tricks. And and then COVID hit and I'm like, oh, oh, my God, I can't. It's I'm going to lose all the strength that I built. Right. And so I was so worried. So I started getting into beach body and keeping my strength up by using weights. And then my husband built me the rig. And then I st- was able to do it for the summer but then i mean it's open now but it's it's different right you have to wear masks and it's a lot a lot harder like you can't do any doubles work anymore and you can't share anything anymore and try things for for those of us that don't know exactly um the, the the skill that's required to do that is it it sounds like there's different muscles that you have to develop and different things that you have to build up Enable to be able to do those successfully and safely, right? Oh, absolutely. I had to develop my upper body strength for one. Uh, That was seriously lacking. And abs, 
you need a lot of abs and sure. not as you need obviously leg muscles, but not nearly as much as you would need, you know, your upper body strength, shoulders, especially and back just to be able to hold yourself properly. Right. Yeah. So that's what I was working on. My abs were pretty strong, but my upper body was lacking. <laughs> and what, what made you say, I want to get into this. I want to learn how to do this. Well, it's funny because when I, when I first started, like um, when I was engaged to Dan, so I was in Canada, he's in uh, Canandaigua and right. I, I was going to be commuting or, well, I was commuting here, but I knew I was going to be living here. So I'm like, well, what is there for me? And I yeah. could not find any dance for me, for adult women. And I'm like, really? And you're coming from a background of always either making a space for that to happen and, and yeah. bringing people along with you or finding yeah. something that you could. And so you're saying you would, when you were looking, you couldn't find anything there. There's nothing here. And I had, I was trying to think, do I want to start something? And I didn't right away. I'm like, okay, I, I made the decision. I don't want to start a studio or start anything right away because I'm already going to be moving countries, merging families. That's a lot of changes. I didn't want to add one more thing. One more, one more adjustment. It's like, I, I, I can't do it. So I'm like, yeah, I just want yeah. some place to go for fun. Well, there's nothing. Why move? <laughs> it is. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what else could there possibly be? And then I saw this circus fun. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. yes. and Aerial Arts of Rochester, I checked it out. And I, I listened to the guy who started it. And I'm like, I really like him. And I thought, you know, Paxton is really into like wanting to be theater and contortion. And I thought she's going to be moving with me after she's done college. Maybe this is something her and I could do together. So that's what we did. We went there together for the first time, like when she moved and we, we just started it as a mother daughter thing and we're still doing it, which is really fun. So That's it's amazing. not dancey, but it's a lot of fun. It keeps you strong and agile. Let's say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what I've observed over the years that we've known you is that you like to be involved in things that are healthy and fun. I mean, combine those two and you, and yeah. you bring your family along with you. Yes. And you, you, you create a space where you can, you can do things together and then you, you want to bring more people along as well because I it's do. infectious. If you're excited about it, then other people get excited about it around you. That's, yes. Thank you. That's exactly how I You're a dispenser of energy. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I don't I mean, there's lots of adjectives that I can use to describe it, but that's one where you're, you're, when you, you when you get interested in something, you will talk it up and you will, it, it becomes infectious and more people want to find out what exactly it is, which is part of the reason I asked you to be a part of the podcast. Well, thank you. Absolutely. You're a motivator and you, you bring a good positive energy to everything you do. I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. That is something that is important to me. That is very clear. And you, so when did you start, when did you decide, and I know dancing is one of the passions that you one of the strong passions that you have would you agree absolutely it's it's where i feel alive like yeah. my whole body my whole spirit everything about me comes alive when i'm dancing yeah wow and the, the expression yeah the expression the creativity the freedom i just feel my true freedom and my my feminine energy just comes alive in that moment what? And when, when, what, at what age did you kind of find that that was, that was so powerful with you? Well, back a long time ago, um, I was in a, a toxic relationship and I actually wasn't even dancing at that particular time. But when I got out of the toxic relationship, I started reconnecting with myself and I started reading a lot, learning about why I was in a toxic relationship, what I was doing. And so I was learning about information, you know, about myself and learning to reconnect. And one of the things that I reconnected with myself was dance. However, I also combined it with um, learning how to love myself again and learning to love all parts of myself that I'd forgotten about and kind of thwarted. Now, at the time, I was just, just learning. Um, 
I just thought it was like unhealthy behaviors, which it is, but it was also an energy that I was keeping inside of me that was attracting the toxic relationships, the, you know, the, the places I didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. So I started learning about energies and I started learning and I just was, I, I couldn't get enough information. I would read books on books. I would go to seminars. I would go, I, I've been all like all over the world on seminars, just learning about these energies and learning about mm-hmm. healthy like behaviors. And, and I'm not going to say that I'm perfect all the time. And do I slip up sometimes? Yep. But I, I'm really sure. good at getting back on track. Yeah, who who doesn't, right? Right, <laughs> that's right. Who <laughs> we spend so much time something beating ourselves up for you know well, what we could have done better, what we how we slipped. But you, exactly what you said, I'm really good at getting back on track. Right. And so, that, and, and that's that's more the test than anything else, isn't it? How, oh, how for, absolutely. Recalibrate. How you recalibrate like an airplane. Yeah, you know, you, yeah. You have a destination. It goes off track all the time, but it always goes back on track. So. Yeah, yeah, and it sounds like it sounds like part of your experience too has been learning how to get rid of the toxic uh, contents and the negative voices that would keep you from being who you need to be. Absolutely, you you know those little voices inside of you that say you can't do this or you're Absolutely. not good enough. You're yeah. not good enough to maybe be in that kind of relationship. You're not good enough for that person. You're not lovable. Those little things that you would never really admit, but they, they suck you in and they start telling you all these lies. And it's like, you got to get rid of those. Go and yeah, start learning yeah. and value yourself. Have you, have you heard, I, again, I, I, I heard her on Saturday Night Live, Camila uh, Cabello is her name. And I'm probably saying it wrong. She's a singer. I don't uh, know if heard, heard of her at all. I'll send it to you. I'll certainly attach it to the podcast so people can okay. But she did this song on Saturday Live one night that basically the lyric was, I always thought it was hard to love, but you make it seem so easy. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's profound. Yes. Like, she's, at such a very young age, she's, this lyric that she's singing is like, man, I always thought it was hard to love, but you made it seem so easy. And it's like, when you move away from those toxic relationships and you move into something that's healthy, it's like, it's a whole new learning, right? It's like, it's it, like, it's like training a muscle again. It is. And the thing is, is people think that it's always about the external, but right. all of it starts from within you. So every yeah. single bit of it starts with your energy inside of you and what you're feeling about yourself. Mm-hmm. And until yeah. you get that under control, you're not going to feel authentic. Um, in an, in a healthy relationship. So it's, it's all, everything, every single thing include, and I'm not even saying all relationships just with people. I'm talking about relationships with money, relationships with your career, relationships with your kids. Like all of it starts from within you and what's going on in your mind, in your head and whatever your thoughts are happening, it creates an energy inside of you that radiates out. And the thing is, is that like attracts like, so your same energies will attract same energies. So if you're feeling really toxic about yourself and unhealthy thoughts, you're going to attract that. If you if you have like an unhealthy energy, like thoughts with money, you're going to attract lack of money. Or if you have um, like weight or health, you'll attract that. So it's it's about getting on top of your energy within within yourself. Hmm. Which is, which is really interesting because one of the things that, you know, certainly we've discussed is the ability to assess yourself and the ability to kind of stop the hamster wheel, right? And yeah. just say, okay, this is where I'm at right now. And here's what I've learned and here's what I have to offer, right? Yeah. Uh, and most of the time, it's certainly traditionally our society has been so go, go, go all the time. Uh, it doesn't encourage us to stop and assess ourselves and stop Absolutely. and say, let's take stock of where we're at and, and how much we have to offer, how much, how much, what, you know, the things that we do well, right? Absolutely. It's all about looking and valuing. So one of the things I used to make my girls do, so I had this dance program, I called it the feminine experience. Yes. And oh, yes. when I was in Ottawa. And yeah. so one of, the, one of the first things that I would introduce 
ourselves. So the first thing was, if you're in this class, you're honoring yourself and everybody here. So you're all about support and encouragement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just by being just by being here, right? Just by being here. And yeah. I said, so this is a non-judgmental place. This is a place where you support each other in in mm. growth and you encourage each other when you're feeling when you're having a struggle. So that's what you're and if this isn't this isn't for you then you shouldn't be here. Wow. So that was you the one offer, thing. You you offered a place to be authentic. Yes, be authentically you and have a safe place to explore who you are inside. There's things inside of everybody. Every single person, male, female, whatever energy you have inside of you, definitely mm -hmm. uh, there's something there's a there's places inside of you that you sometimes will repel and you don't like about yourself. But until you can learn to love every aspect of yourself, even the dark places, you're not going to really love yourself. And you're not going to feel confident about yourself. So I would, so the first lesson I would teach everyone, as I would say to the women, I say, okay, everyone, your homework after this class, you're going to look into the mirror and you're going to find one thing. It, if Some people can find lots of things. Some people can't find anything. But I said, I'm only asking for one. Look at one aspect of your body and look, look for the beauty in that. And at one time I was so low that I could only find one eyebrow that I loved about myself. Sure. Yeah. And, and I That's said, you find that one thing, I want you to start radiating beauty from that. Just whenever you're walking down the street, I want you to just picture that, how beautiful it is. And that people are noticing how beautiful that one aspect of your body, whether it's your fingers, whether it's your legs, whether it's your hair, whether it's your eyes, it doesn't matter what it is, but I want you to, feel the beauty come out of that one aspect of your body. And so I would have them do that. And then I would do the same thing with something personal, what they love about themselves. Maybe they're kind, maybe they're always like helpful to, you know, others, or maybe they're like amazing at electronics. I don't know, mm -hmm. whatever yeah. that is, yeah. I want you to honor that part of yourself about how accomplished you are in that area and how awesome you are. And wow. so just doing that started yeah. making them like look at themselves in a different light. And, and did you get the impression that this was a radical idea for the people, for the women that were in the feminine experience? Oh, absolutely. These, wow. these, these women, well, see, this is where, where it happened. I, I was so low about myself that I started learning about, I started dancing. And one of my mm -hmm. favorite parts of dance is sens sensual dance. Yeah. And it's bringing out the sensual, the creativity, the darkness inside of me and letting it all out through like, we would do just like fun burlesque type dances or sexy dances that just brought out that thing that most women are so scared about looking into themselves and letting that be free, letting it be free and come out and with no judgment and just with each other encouraging it. And along with learning how to love yourself. So I kind of mushed the two together. So we were mm -hmm. really learning and tapping into our dark feminine energy because most women are can t tap into their light feminine energy. That's a whole other topic. Right, right. That's hours. But, it's, you're, you're, but you're, you're, talking about embra you're talking about embracing all of you. Embracing all of you. And the, the women oh. had a hard time with that at first and they loved it. Yeah. And after yeah. these, some of these women would come in thinking, oh, I'll never show this to anyone. And then after they would like invite friends and they would dance in front of them, like in my class, mm -hmm. yeah. they just felt so liberated. Like just watching them from the very beginning of the class to the end of the class, their light, it was like a light went on inside wow. of them and they started radiating this beauty. It was amazing. And, and just to hear you talk about it, I can tell how charged you were <laughs> in being able to see that journey for other people. It, it, it could make me cry sometimes. It was so beautiful yeah, watching. Yeah. It really is. And, and uh, again, I had really just, you know, was starting to get to know you when you were doing that. In our visits, we would come up to Ottawa, you know, every couple of years, or you'd come down here. So we were probably seeing you once or twice a year at most for those right. years. But you would post the photos and you could see, you would post photos and video. You could see the reaction. You could see the confidence in the women that were involved. Like, 
you know, from a distance, we were 10 hours away or more, but you, we could see from where we were sitting the difference that it was making in these lives oh. and the confidence that was coming out. The, 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 like you said, embracing all of you, uh, people were getting that message and you were helping to lead the charge from your own experience. Yes. Wow. It was, it, it was such an incredibly, it, it honestly, it charged me up watching them like grow and, and sure. radiate. It just, it, yeah. it was why I was doing it. Right. And as you said, some people would come in guarded and, and not want to let other people go see those sides. But as they express themselves, it just came out. Absolutely. Most women, because yeah. um, only probably about 97% of the, all the women that came to me only 90, 97% could never, could have never danced or rarely danced. So they were terrified. So this was something pushing out of your comfort zone. I was always, always say you've got to expand your comfort zone. Otherwise you're going to live small and we're not meant to live small. Huh? Wow. Some people get very comfortable living small and, and it, like I said, it's a radical, it's a radical approach. What you were telling them. And when you yeah. pull back, it's really not that radical. It shouldn't be that radical. But when you've been bombarded with messages that tell you otherwise, and, you know, certainly through my studies in media, the messages that come through the media about who you are and why you shouldn't love yourself and why you should, you know, change this and change that, uh, it is a radical. It, it shouldn't be a radical message, but it is. Because right. you've, like, got so many you've got so many voices on the other side telling you the opposite. Well, yeah, just even the magazines or the pictures that tell you who, who's beautiful and who's not beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I was just saying it's not like it's not real. Those, those make every single woman can be beautiful. And that was the other thing I always said. You need to love yourself exactly as you are right now at this moment, not 10 pounds later or not with beautiful blonde hair. You need to love yourself now. Yeah. Exactly yeah. as you are. And that's what we're learning. And I'm you telling know, you, once you learn to love yourself as you are, you become more beautiful. Automatically, you start radiating. It's this beautiful energy, but in a feminine energy, it just radiates outside and it just, it's like it gives life. You know, as a parent and for what I do in talking about social media and, and, and you know, trying to educate people on what's going on and, and not to scare them away from it, but how to be careful with you know, your information, all that kind of stuff. I, I, it was actually, it was on my daughter's Facebook page one day and I was seeing the ads that she was seeing because we don't all see the same ads. The, the ads that we see are geared towards our age range, our situation, all that kind of stuff. Right. And I, and I took, I remember taking, she let me take screenshots of it and it was basically like Clarisil had run a series of ads that said, Oh, going to the prom and you got a zit? You should try Clearasil. And it was like all these messages that were very insidious saying, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You need right. this. And I said, and when I showed parents this in presentations, I would say they could never run an actual ad on TV that would say this or on the radio that would actually say this, but they were able to do it subversively through, subversively through, um, through like Facebook and Instagram and everything else. To, to reinforce the message that you need us, you're not going to be good enough unless you get this product. So what would you say, you know, knowing, I mean, you, you have the experience and the background. What would you say to, say, a young woman who's seeing and constantly bombarded by those messages that tell, tell her that she's not good enough? There is so many, so many places that you can look at that will tell you what's wrong with you. There's so many. And I mean, you can't stop that. You walk down the street and there's a building telling you what's wrong. Like, oh, you need Botox or you need, and there's so many women, young women now getting Botox. It's crazy. And they don't even have a wrinkle on them. And, right. uh, or you need to lose weight. You need this. And they're just bombarded with that. So you need to start guarding your mind. Hmm. I always say this, guard your mind. Like it's the most precious treasure of all. Because if you can guard your mind and only allow and like filter out that crap, only allow the things in that say, hey, you know what? I'm imperfect and I love myself imperfectly. Like that's yours. Not nobody's supposed to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And even if I stray, like just like I said, even if I mess up, 
or I do this or that, I always get back on track. And as long as you're living healthy, and as long as you're radiating energy outside of you, you're beautiful. It's, I'm, I'm telling you, one of my most beautiful women was in society's measure, uh, probably about 45 to 55 pounds overweight mm -hmm. in society's view of what was perfect back then. I think right. it's now. Um, she always wore track pants and a big t-shirt, glasses, mm -hmm. and her hair ha was kind of mousy gray and brown mixed together. Right. And she started dancing. This energy inside of her started exploding outside of her. And she was <laughs> one of the most sensual women I have ever met. Wow. And that is, and I'm telling you, it has nothing to do with the, the outside of your body. It's all right. inside. I don't, oh. there you can have a thousand zits and it wouldn't matter. If you had this energy inside of you radiating out, you would be the most beautiful, sensual woman. It doesn't matter. Outside so one, of, one, one of your many skills is helping to people find out what's inside and let it out. Would so one agree? of the things I do is um, we, we really focus on feminine energy because a lot of times the feminine is not revered anymore in this world. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I, I would agree. Yeah, so what I do is I try to revere that energy. Because, I mean, when I was doing my business, um, masculine and feminine energy are very different. So um, I, I would become more masculine in my um, career. And so less creative, just very focused and organized and boxy, like have all my boxes for, I did taxes as well. I had two businesses. And um, so then for feminine, it's all about the senses. So what I would do is I would have people do their homework, you know, caring for themselves. So it's like sight. So I want you to put pretty things around your room, things that are that make your eyes feel like light up, that you're just, wow, like looking at pretty clothes. That's why women love looking, not necessarily all women, but the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. that these beautiful things. They want to see beautiful things like hearing. So. You want to put on music that that lights your soul up. So find the mute piece of music that makes you want to dance inside from the inside out. Then you, the smells. So put on these smelly candles that you love, like I, you know, lavenders or vanillas or fruits. Like it doesn't matter. Like whatever mm -hmm. works. But textures, like the soft textures, like the feminine loves feeling and touching. Right. So feel like these beautiful like fabrics. And, and things that can actually, that's why they look, like love the soft, silky, you know, clothing or blanket and um, taste. Oh my gosh. You t let a, an amazing dark chocolate, like salted caramel you touch your tongue and then it just melts in your mouth and you just go wild from the inside out. Wow. Allow all these things to like fester in your body and it just brings out your feminine and your number one feminine um, senses, I always say the five senses, but there's a six and the six is intuition hmm. and most feminine energies do not listen to their intuition. And I can tell you that your intuition knows when you're quiet, it knows what's right and where you should go and oh. trust that intuition. So I get them to basically cultivate their feminine through these six things. And, and as you said, you were able to see, you know, from the beginning, the, the transformation that your clients have gone through just from the points that you, that you mentioned today. Absolutely. And then, yeah, yeah it was just, it was incredible watching them and, and then putting it, you know, doing a dance with them and we do a routine together and it's like, we're like a tribe, a tribe of beautiful, free flowing, sexy, yeah. sensual women that do this beautiful dance together and we accomplish it together. It's just, it's magical. Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody Wing Chung tonight. It'll actually take me less time to explain the benefits of using Anchor to start your podcast. So let's go with that. Anchor is absolutely the easiest way to start and manage your own podcast. Download it from your app store, launch the app, and Anchor will guide you through the steps necessary to get all set up.
you'll be up and running within a few minutes. Also check this out, Anchor is absolutely free, both the app and the service. And they do really all of the heavy lifting for you by distributing your podcast to all the major networks. And check this out, you can actually even make money on your podcast. So again, it's dead simple and absolutely free. Get out to your app store now and download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm on your laptop or desktop browser and you can get signed up and started there. We know you've got some extra time on your hands, so get out there, get yourself that Anchor app. Oh, and hey, look up our show, Cheap Flight, in the Discover section of the app. Leave us a voice message, and we'll mention your podcast on the show. watching people transform oh my god watching them come from this scared doe-eyed person ready to bolt out the door at a moment's notice woman that's just flowing their hair all around and and whipping their bodies and picking their legs and those smiles that just like are so huge and loving themselves they're loving themselves and they're exactly the same as when they were um six weeks ago but now they've just embraced who they are right now and watching that makes my heart sing it makes everything i can hear it in your voice like i can totally hear it in your voice yeah it's like this is why i'm here i feel like it's my yeah. mission and i like yeah. that this is this is why i'm here that, yeah yeah that that sums up so much right there what can somebody do you know to encourage the woman in their lives whether it's a spouse or girlfriend Okay, that's a great question. So one of the things that a feminine energy needs is encouragement. Okay, so they need, they they thrive on that encouragement um, and creativity. So never thwart a feminine energy. Allow it to, because a feminine energy is wild. It's like the weather. Hey, it's yeah. sometimes sunny, it's sometimes stormy, it's sometimes a hurricane, it's sometimes... <laughs> sometimes it's, it's all at the same time. And some, <laughs> yeah, in one day, you get up all the weather. <laughs> yes. And so that feminine energy is actually what brings life to the masculine energy. These energies need each other. And it, and that allowing the feminine to flourish will actually cause polarity in the masculine and feminine, and you will create sparks within your relationship. So, but talking about the feminine right now, how you can do it is encourage them to be messy, encourage them to try new ideas. Like, oh my gosh, how does that work? Like never thwart and say, oh, that's dumb. Or Hmm. like a lot of people will say, oh, that's not gonna work. You need to do this and try to cage the feminine. Right. Never try to cage your feminine, whether it be a young girl, a wife, um, a mother, don't cage them. Encourage mm-hmm. them to step out healthily, but to step out and figure things out for themselves. Like, what do they want? But always encourage, don't look at what's in front of you. Close your eyes. In your heart, what is calling you? What is it inside you that's calling you? And go mm-hmm. for that. And you know what? You don't have to worry about the how, you just worry about the what do you want? And the how will come. Wow. Now that just so you know, that question was for me. Because I always I always want to get better. I want to get better at All right. encouraging my wife. I want to be better encouraging my daughter. And and again, what what can I do on my end to encourage them to take risks? To You celebrate every time they do. Celebrate them, give them love, kisses, hugs. I've been blessed in that way. There's so many opportunities I have to encourage uh, both of them, all of our, all of our family, but to encourage my wife and my daughter, uh, because they're so good at what they do. They're so, there's, they, they, they've really learned over the last many years an assertiveness and a confidence and a, and a tenacity that is still blowing my mind every single day. Uh, See, I feel it. like you do this already, Ryan. Like, you feel, think of a, and for you and for other men or people, think of yourself as a gardener and what you would do to help 
nourish a flower so that it can bloom the most beautiful bloom ever. You would water it, you would give it air, you would give it space, you would give it nourishment. You do all that, you're going to watch your that the feminine energy just bloom into this beautiful, beautiful being. Wow. Thank you very much. Have you, you, you mentioned reading a lot and studying a lot. Is there any, maybe a book or something that you would find would help people on their own, their own path, on their own journey? Well, it's funny that the, one of the, one of the books that I, I read that really always stands out to me and, and it was, it was because I, I wasn't finding a partner. Um, and, oh. I'm blanking on the book right now. Um, but my first my first book that I ever did when I was first learning toxic, uh, how to stay out of a toxic relationship with myself and learning healthy boundaries, someone okay. gave me this book called Courage to Change. Okay. And it was one, one little passage in it every day. And this was like, I'm talking about if you're at a very, very beginner. Right, yeah. Very, very beginner level. Um. Right, right at the point where you, you know, say, I need to figure out how to love myself again. Yes. When you're there, I would start at Courage to Change. But one, one of the things, like after I did these, this course, it was called Date with Destiny with Tony Robbins. It was one of the most powerful, powerful courses I ever did. And it really showed me, this is where I fell in love with masculine and feminine, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, just watching like he what he did was he summoned the, the warrior spirit out of out of the masculine and then he summoned the goddess spirit out of the yeah. feminine and it was just the most powerful thing i could ever see and, and if you wanted to see what energies looked like that was that course but oh wow. the, the, book, the book that i was talking about before that just came to mind um so after i after i'd already had some of my journey done and maybe some people are already on a journey and they're able to go further. It was called Calling in the One. And it, hmm. why I bought the book, it said seven weeks to attract the love of your life. Okay. That's how it, how it calls you in. However, yeah. doing the work, now I did the work, I did everything mm -hmm. um, in it, in the whole book. And it was really a self journey on loving yourself again and appreciating wow. yourself and finding who you are because you don't want to call in the wrong person. If you think you're, you're right, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're calling the wrong one. If you have the wrong energy, so you want to make sure that you're authentically you before you call in that one. And so that, that is a book that I, I actually highly recommend. And I think okay. Catherine Thomas, Catherine Thomas, that is calling in the one it's, it was a great book, and I've recommended will, that to a lot of people. I will make sure I link up those books so that people can find them for sure. Okay. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting, too. I mean, we I don't know if we've really talked about our Tony Robbins experiences. I know that you've taken courses, and uh, my uh, I was invited to a conference in London, Ontario. Uh, would have been nice if it was London, you know, but it was London, Ontario. Yes. Which is close enough. And so... I went to this thing and they had, it was, it was a Tony Robbins event, but the day speakers were, it was Susie Orman was there. Uh, one of the people that was one of the head writers for CSI, uh, I'm the, the, drawing a blank on his name, because uh, I do that, because I just do that lately, but he, okay. he, he, he wrote the book that Will Smith did the movie about the guy who lived on the street with his son. Oh, uh, the, the, the seven heaven. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll pull the name again because I'm trying. It was yeah. it was it was, but it was about him and, and becoming a stockbroker. But he was he was homeless with his son and raising yes. his son on the street. Yeah. And so that, yeah, so that guy was there. He was he was one of the speakers. So I actually went to this big event. Had no interest in seeing Tony Robbins, but I went because the, the list of speakers was unbelievable. It was like I I want to hear everything they have to say. And I really thought I was going to leave before Tony Robbins because in my mind at that point. I was like, oh, Tony, he's that motivational guy on TV, but he right. doesn't say anything of any real substance was where my head was. I think probably just oversaturation and, a, you know, a, an unbased stereotype of who he was and what he did. And so when he, when he started, he had my attention right away. And honestly, he was my favorite speaker of the whole day. I found 
I found I thought he had no substance. And again, that was just my snap judgment. Yep. But boy, I went home and I, I spent the next day. I remember quitting a job because of the conversation he asked me to have with myself. And I was like, I did a, I did a, a full day assessment, uh, listening to his recordings and going, nope, I need to change this. I need to adjust this. This is why this hasn't worked. And it was like, Oh my gosh, he did a diagnosis or help me perform my own diagnosis on myself to help realize I was moving in the wrong direction. And that, that was my Tony Robbins experience. I had, I thought I had an idea of who he was and it, and seeing him changed my perception completely. Exactly. And yeah. I, he's, he's very, a lot. I had this, I think I had a similar impression of him, um, judgment. Right. The nineties, the nineties infomercial back. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I had that same sort of thing, but my mom and my mom and uh, dad, my stepdad, uh, Steve, he, uh, they went on this, they went to one of his seminars and they ended up with a free coaching from Tony Robbins and they wanted to give it to me because I, they knew I was, you know, doing my business. And they knew I wanted to expand. So that's how I started as I started with a free coaching session. And then I ended up going to one of the seminars and from there, I was hooked. I was like, I am learning and soaking up so much information. And it's, they, they immerse you. So my first seminar with UPW, they immerse you. you you're in for four solid days. You can barely pee. You, you, and you walk on fire, which you think, I can't walk on fire, but you walk on fire. Um, and they immerse you so much that you that you just it's just absorbed into your body. And then I, I did date with destiny and then I like that I I did them all over the place I did one in Palm Springs I went one in uh, uh, Florida uh, one in Fiji a couple in Fiji and one in Chicago I think and just all different types of seminars but they're always personal growth and you always get so much where it just shifts you into an even higher direction. Yeah, it's funny. Both of us arrived, you know, in very similar positions on Tony Robbins in totally two completely different ways. Yes. But, but like I said, and I know this from our conversation, is that listening and, and participating has helped us figure ourselves out better. Oh, my gosh, uh, yeah. You know, just some basic, basic truths and concepts that he's tapped into. Uh, made it a whole lot easier for me to make some decisions like say this job is terrible and I need to get out of it. <laughs> well, it's this true. Job, this job is toxic. Like, I, I got to get out of it. Well, there's so many people that think they have zero choices. They don't have any yes. choices. Yeah. And yeah. then it opens your eyes that you do have choice and, yeah. and it's scary to change people. people Absolutely. Get, right. Cause you get comfortable. And, and the fear of, of change sometimes keeps you from doing what you know you should be doing next or what you feel you, you should be doing. I know. Um, and I always, and I always say, I that voice. <laughs> that's right, Ryan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, it's, it's, uh, it's exactly what I feel like. I always say to someone, okay, when you're sitting, when you're a hundred years old and you're sitting, you know, on your chair, thinking back over your life, are you going to say, Thank God I didn't risk this. Risk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or are you going to say, yeah. oh, I'm so glad that I stuck with the safe jobs that I hated and stuck yeah. it out for 50 years? Yeah. What are you going to say? Because that's yeah. how I make yeah. my decision. I base it on my 100-year-old self. <laughs> Looking back at yourself. Look back and think, what What am I going to tell my grandkids, my great-grandkids? Like, yeah. Yeah. oh, granny was too scared to do that. So she didn't have very much of a life to tell you about. I, I want to tell them that I like ran all the bases and I skidded in and I was like a mess when I got in, but I had the blast <laughs> the time of my life. <laughs> I guarantee that's your hundred year old self who will still be <laughs> dancing and still be, still be helping people to find their alternate timeline. Uh, that's what you'll still be doing at a hundred and beyond. And you will not have those conversations to say, Oh, I wish I had done this. I wish I had done that because well, you, that, and that is why, <laughs> because I feel it, it's so important. It's so important to not have those regrets. I would regret, I would rather regret trying something and completely falling flat on my face uh -huh. than, than not trying it at all. 
Yeah. And that's why we get along so well. We have, <laughs> exactly. We have, a very, why, we have a very similar mindset. I think that's going 20 years ago. I think that's why I approved of you. I could feel that energy from you. <laughs> well, I again, I appreciate the approval because uh, it's worked out really well for me. Yeah. I think she's going to keep you. I think so. I think, <laughs> the warranty's worn out, so I think she has to at this point. <laughs> Well, the last question I have for you, this has been awesome. The last question I have for you, when you can travel openly and go anywhere you want, do you have a place in mind? Yes. Well, first, my my answer was always going to be Machu Picchu. However, my husband and I were supposed to go on our honeymoon in April. I had the whole trip planned. Uh, we were supposed to go to Italy and explore it. And COVID hit two weeks before we were leaving. So I, I that's the place we so have you, to go first. We have to go to Italy sure. first. Got it. Yeah, absolutely. What you've done, and it, it comes, it's been a part of my conversation, uh, our conversations over the last uh, several months during this, is you've learned how to pivot. Yes. Right? It, it says, okay, this we can't do this, so we're going to do this. And, and instead of just kind of shutting down and going, well, I just can't do anything, you you have this naturally. I love that you said the next thing we're going to do is this, and you know we're, we can't do it now, but we're going to do it when we can. And Italy is the place you're going to go to. That's right. Amazing, amazing. Well, Thank anything you. anything I didn't cover? Anything that you want to add? Any way people can find you? Um. Well, I'm actually I had some inspirational guy named Ryan. <laughs> I think I met him once, yeah. <laughs> yes, help me uh, come out of my, so I'm, like I said, I've been here a year and then COVID hit, all this stuff has hit yeah, and yeah. I kind of went into a cocoon hibernation mm -hmm. and I'm back into the creation mode. So I'm going, I awesome. haven't figured out how I'm going to do it, but whether it's going to be a podcast or real life, or what I'm doing, but I have already started the creation going. That is that is so encouraging to hear. I'm so glad. That is awesome because that is where you thrive. Thank you. And I have to uh, either find out from Dan how to build that rig <laughs> or at least talk to him on a podcast or something because I am so impressed that he was able to do that. There was he's a amazing. need that needed to be taken care of, and he filled that need. And He, he just does he, it. He, he's always impressed me, but he's impressed me even more today. He is one of the, he's one of those people that just helps me grow and flourish and blossom. He does not restrict me whatsoever. In fact, he, his love makes me want to blossom and, and shine. So I'm so glad to hear that. We both are. And we're, we're so happy on all these, on all these levels. You are, you are set to thrive and you are a motivator and you've motivated us and encouraged us over the years. And I appreciate you taking the time to motivate our listeners. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. You too, Ryan. Typical, Typical barrister. barrister.